Hi again everyone, James Prescott here again. Welcome to another episode of James Talks. It's part four of Calling today. This is, I'm really enjoying doing this series, this is such good fun. Um, really important subject and again, you know, if you want to, if you're thinking about this subject and you're, you've got any kind of artistic creative bone in you at all, go and create something, literally, you know, um, sing create. Um, we are a collaborative, creative community, and we have themes for every month of the year, and you can create anything related to that theme. Anything that comes out of you related to that theme, and you can share it in our Facebook group, you can share it on social media with the hashtag SingCreate. Um, I would, you know, with, um, I would definitely do that. Um, um, this is this is all linked to that. This podcast series is part of that. Um, I really would encourage you to uh, to do that. So um, and check out the previous episodes of this series as well. They're all on um, iTunes under James Talks. They're uh, at jamesprescott.podbean.com and they're on my blog, jamesprescott.co.uk as well. So you can check all those out um, and catch up to today. So today uh, is part four and it's called Curious Ache. And, you know, we've talked a lot about calling. Uh, and about what calling is and um, what calling isn't and about having fun in our calling and um, about before we begin exploring our calling, what we do. Um, today, I just want to talk about how we figure out what our calling is. Um, and there's two things, you know, that come to mind for me. Curiosity and ache, you know, and the first thing, which is really, really, really important when we're looking, thinking about what we're called to do is listening to our curiosity and following our curiosity. You know, curiosity is often painted as a bad thing, something that is going to land us in a lot of trouble. But, um, you know, I mentioned this book again, Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. She talks about following our curiosity. I mean... Have you ever sat down and thought, what would it be like if I did this? What would it be like to try this? How often do we like have these ideas about maybe something that we'd like to do or like to try, like to explore, like to experiment with? Maybe it's a maybe it's like some kind of training or education. Maybe it's um, some kind of artistic gift. Maybe it's even a career, maybe it's an experience that we haven't had. But these questions have always crossed our mind, that, you know, that there's something nagging away at us that is saying, why don't you do this? Why don't you try this? You know, and what we can often do is ignore those voices. Because you think, well, I've got my life, my life is good as it is, and I need to keep it as it is, and you know, I need to um, play it safe and not risk anything. And, you know, because I, I can't dare to try that because uh, that will let me in a load of trouble. Or um, it might go wrong and I might fall apart and um, I might fail miserably and I'll look stupid. And, um, you know, all these all these kind of voices cross our mind, you know, which stop us from listening to listening to our curiosity. But... Yeah, you know, what? Yeah, you know, curiosity can be a bad thing in certain contexts, but when it's about calling, when it's about creativity, 
it's something we need to listen to because it could be the voice of our subconscious saying this is what I'm interested in this is what I care about this is um, something that's a passion that's inside of me this is something that I might be actually made to do and yeah we need to listen to that you know and that takes courage it's not an easy thing to do to follow our curiosity it's not an easy thing to do at all but that's kind of where you can find the life it's where you can find what you're meant to do like for example curiosity is why i am now coaching like you know 18 months ago when i um when i first got the opportunity to coach I hadn't really thought about it. I've said this earlier this week. I hadn't thought about it at all. I was quite content. I was called to write. That's what I was called to do. Boom. End of story. That's it. Nothing else. Um, I'm called to write books and um, to write blog posts and maybe to do a bit of speaking one day. And that's it. Nothing else. Um, But then people started saying that I was encouraging and that, that... I had a lot of wisdom and expertise on this stuff and maybe I could coach coach people and um, a couple of people asked me to coach them and I'd, I'd said no and um, well, I tried it and it hadn't really worked properly and then a good friend asked me and they even said they'd be willing to pay me and I thought well what's this about you know what's going on here you know and I could have turned this down and in fact, actually, I did turn down the opportunity of being paid because I, they were a friend and I wanted to help them out. And because I was all new at this, and I had no idea what I was doing. And I, you know, I thought, um, to be fair to them, I won't ask them to pay me. So I didn't actually take up that offer. But that that did get me thinking. That suggestion got me thinking. Well, what would this be like? What would it be like to do this? How would I do this if I was going to do this? And it aroused curiosity in me. You know, there were questions inside of me, like, what what would it be like to do this? How could I do this? You know, and then I started to think about it, and I started to have ideas, and started to look at things that I'd written, and I thought, oh, this would be a good way of doing this. This could, this actually could be something that I could really do well, uh, maybe, you know, and, and, you know, maybe I'll be rubbish at it, but at least I'll give it a go. And so I followed my curiosity, and it turned out that I loved doing it, it turned out that I was pretty good at it, and other people thought I was pretty good at it, and that people started, more and more people started telling me that I should be doing it more, and that maybe I could get paid to do it. And that's something I got passionate about, something I get excited about, something I love, and it's a calling. And I would not have found that if I hadn't followed my curiosity. Curiosity is so, so important. In a way, a podcast is, this podcast is... A product of curiosity. I had thought about doing a podcast for a long time before I started this podcast. I had, I had just not really got into it because I was afraid because I didn't know how to do a podcast or or what it would look like or you know I had no idea. So I kind of didn't listen to that voice, didn't listen to that curiosity for a long time, but it nagged away at me, you know. And then one day I sat down and I thought, hold on, this is how I could do this. It just became clear to me, like, 
like literally like a light bulb turning on. Oh, this is how I could do a podcast. This is what I could talk about. This is how I could structure it. This is what I could do with this that I can't do with, with other forms of communication. And then I had no choice. You know, I had to listen to my curiosity. I had to listen to that voice inside of me. So I took the risk and I had no, again, I had no idea what I was doing. I just, I bought a microphone. I, I, I read about how to do a podcast, about how to get it on iTunes. I had to learn all of that and I did that and I just went for it. I risked it and it turns out that I love doing it and that people like listening to it. Well, at least I hope they do. And, um, <laughs> but the feedback I've got, people like listening to it. So, and I just think it's really, really good fun. And it's just like something like that gets that gets me going, and that gets those creative juices flowing. And again, I discovered that because I followed my curiosity. You know, I tried to subdue it for ages, but I actually couldn't in the end. And I'm glad I didn't because um, it's just something that I absolutely love to do. So you need to follow your curiosity if you're going to find your calling. That's one thing. And the other thing is the ache. Like, sometimes you have something burning up inside of you. Like this feeling that you have to do something or something and you will die. It's like, oh, like I really, really want to do this. I I just, I'm de- desperate to do this. I've got this, like, idea, this, this passion, this interest, this... This thing that I just feel like I really, really want to do, and if I don't do it, something's going to die in me. And but I, and it's just it just keeps on at you, and it's like an ache. It's not a question; it's an ache. And the more you ignore it, and the, the stronger it gets, and the more difficult it gets, you know, to ignore it. And you know, um, it's just there, and. You know that if you don't do it, then something in you is going to die. You just have to, you have to do this, whatever whatever the cost. You have to do this, you know, if even if it fails, even if it goes spectacularly wrong, you know that there is something that you just have to do. You have to try, you have to explore, or else it's just not, you're not going to be fully you. That's the ache. That can often be the key to our calling. We have to, I mean, both curiosity and ache are to do with what's going on inside. Because our calling comes from something that's already inside of us. It's already living inside of us. It's already there. It's just waiting to be expressed. It's waiting to come out. It's wanting you to, to unleash it on the world. It's wanting you to give it oxygen. I mean, think about what do you love to do? What gets you up in the morning? What are you talented at? What gives you joy? What do you wish you had more time for? What would you make time for? You know, it might even be something that you're kind of already doing, but it's not quite in the way that you would think somebody would be doing. So, like, if you're addicted to social media, if you're tweeting all the time, if you're writing tweets all the time, that's actually kind of writing. Like, I often find that actually when I'm on social media and I'm talking about a subject that I can get a bit passionate and I start posting a whole series of tweets about a certain issue and they kind of follow on from each other and you know what? That's actually writing. 
that's actually because I'm called to write and because when I'm tweeting all those tweets and suddenly I get a stream of consciousness coming out and a load of ideas that they all come out in a series of tweets and what I should be doing is putting those tweets into a piece of writing because I'm called to write sometimes you might already be doing what you're called to do but you just don't see it you know maybe you're just like sometimes you you kind of sit down and you have melodies to yourself and you like make up songs and stuff and but you don't take it seriously but but you'll have to do it maybe you sing in the shower and you make up songs in the shower and you don't really don't really take pay any attention to it but you kind of love doing it but you don't actually write them down or remember them or record them or anything um you know maybe you've got a calling to write songs maybe you should listen to that maybe you should follow that maybe you should be a bit more curious about that and explore that often what we're called to do it's already inside of us we just didn't realize it the coaching thing for me was already inside of me. I was, I've always loved to encourage people. I love seeing people reach their potential. I love seeing people discover who they were made to be and come fully alive. I, I get such a buzz out of that. And I always have, and I've always encouraged people. I've always tried to encourage people. What I didn't realise was I was already coaching people, but I was just not doing it as a coach. I was doing it with encouraging words and, you know, and... Um, and and supporting people, and I was doing it on social media. I was doing it in blog comments. I was on Facebook chats and stuff. I was kind of coaching people, but not being a coach. I was already doing what I was called to do. I just didn't realise it, and I wasn't. It didn't have a focus. But once I realised what it was, then I could give it a focus. Then I could really pull myself into it and really come alive doing it. So you might already be doing what you're called to do, you just don't realise it. You might be doing something in your job which makes you come alive and which you love. And think about the skills that you're using when you're doing that. What skills are you using in your job in the moments where you really feel alive and you and you love to do your job? What parts of your job do you love doing the most? And you feel like just time goes past when you're doing it, like... You just lose track of time. Because that might be linked in with your calling somehow. Your calling's already inside of you. You just need to listen to what's inside of you. And I really, really hope that you do find what your calling or callings are. Because I said, you know, callings aren't just for life. And calling, sometimes we have more than one calling. And they can be big and small. You know, and we should never close off the possibility of being called to something. You know, just because we feel like, oh, I've already got a calling, we shouldn't feel that rule is out of being called to something else. We should always have our mind open. We should always be listening to our curiosity. We should always be listening to what's going on inside of us, because you never know what might be going on in there and what we might be called to, what might, and where our story might be going if we just. If we've just got our eyes and ears open enough to hear it. if And if we're willing to take the risk of exploring it. If we're willing to take the risk of exploring a calling. Because if we do, whatever the result, we will come fully alive in a way that we 
would not have done otherwise. So listen to what's going inside, going on inside. Listen to that curious ache inside of you. Listen to what you're already doing. Listen to the things that you already love doing. And there you might find what you're called to do. Okay, that's all for part four. Tomorrow we're going to conclude this series. And I look forward to talking to you all then. Take care.